And I was like, you know what? Let's just let's just go to the deep end. Why not? Yeah. You know, what do I have to lose? Yeah. And then, yeah, from there, just took off. And I don't regret it. Welcome back to the third episode of the UQL podcast. Let me welcome today another great brother of mine. This man sitting here embodies two words I aspire to live by every day. Discipline and structure. Matthew inside the ring is just as aspiring as Matthew is outside of the ring. He's been around the world fighting and now he's here on the UQL podcast to hopefully leave y'all with stories and lessons he'd learned to better y'all. How you been, Maddie? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, good, good. That's good that's Today's good. weather was amazing. Sorry? Today's weather was amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. Too yeah. hot sometimes. Yeah. Especially for PT. So, Matthew, you started... Your background is fighting, yeah? Yeah. Uh, what what type? Um, so, uh, karate. So, most people know it as uh, Kyokushin fighting. But um, around the world, what we call... Well, my organization, we call it uh, World Kumite Organization. Yeah. And we run by that, yeah. Nice. See, when I was young, my mom gave me two choices. It was, I choose music, I choose sports. I chose music and now you know I'm here. But you, <laughs> did you, did your parents give you a choice or did you just go straight into fighting? Was that you, was that your choice? Um, so what happened was, um, for me to get into karate, so my dad, he got a fly in the mail. Yeah. And then um, we went to, so the karate center had an open day. Yeah. Um, and then we went down and at first I was like, I don't want I don't want to do it because I was at home playing games, being a lazy a lazy <laughs> guy at nine years old. <laughs> yeah. Just playing my PS2. Call of Duty. Nah, nah, bro. My parents would not let me play any. Oh, you're a FIFA player. Yeah, 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 FIFA. Yeah, I was onto FIFA a lot. But um Yeah, so then we went to the open day and whatnot. And then I'd say after so my first belt being a white belt, um, and then um, once I got, you know, up in the ranks, then I started to love it even more and more. Yeah. And then um, once I got my black belt, that's when I started opening opening up to um, fighting. And then, yeah, ever since then, yeah, I just started fighting and I loved it. Where is that taking you? What countries have you been to so far? Um, I've trained in Thailand for um, two weeks. And, yeah, that was amazing. That would be that, crazy. Yeah, that was They're amazing. They're intense, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Different. Uh, built different over there. Different breed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now nah, they're really good and um, yeah, it got me real fit for my fight in Japan. So I yeah. fought in Japan. I fought in Japan twice and I've trained in Thailand for two, two weeks once. Yeah. Was that like a big tournament or was it just a 1v1 tournament? Like it was just for you? Um, so for karate, it's um, it's round robin. Mm-hmm. So you if you win one round, then you move on over to the next and in Japan, there's so many competitors. In what space of time? Like when you fight one fight and when's the next fight? Like a week later? Uh, no, 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 same day. Same day? Same day. Yeah. So the round, so you have, uh, I think it's like a yeah two-minute round and um, whoever's the most dominant fighter wins. Yeah. And then let's say within an hour, you would fight your next fight. And then because there's so many competitors over there, you probably fight five fights before you enter into the finals. Yeah. Yeah. And you did this from the age of nine. No, no, no. So what I I started karate at nine. Yeah. I'd say what age did I compete in Japan? I competed in Japan at I think it was 17, 18 years old. So nice. Yeah, Still cool. I kind of like built myself up. Uh, yeah. But then I saw my my mate, so Robbie, Jordan, Amish. Um, 
they started competing overseas and I wanted to join the team. So I joined yeah. the team and then from there we went on. Yeah. What have you learned from being a part of martial art? Um, discipline. A- outside of the ring as well, yeah. Yeah, discipline. Um, yeah, discipline, respect. Always respect, um, you know, your leaders, your elders, etc. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just more, yeah, moral respect and, you know, just not so much doing what's, what you've been told, but, you know, just don't disrespect others Yeah. and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah. The thing about fighting is once you actually learn to fight or discipline in martial arts, you actually don't want to fight in the street. It's like you yeah, want yeah, you respect it's Yeah, good, you respect yeah. everybody how they are and for who they are as a person. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, that's what karate's taught me as well. Not to judge people by the, their cover. Because you never know. Because yeah, you, <laughs> you never, never know. know. Like you go to you go to Japan, you look yeah. at someone, you're like, nah, there's no way he fights. But the second they start moving around, you're like, crap. Yeah, you're like damn, damn, yeah, 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 yeah. talented and everything. Yeah. yeah, is there anything on a physical person you look out for before you go into a fight that you might like pick up? Um, I always fight people that are taller than me. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty. We both yeah. got a height deficiency. Yeah, I know exactly, that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I always end up fighting people that are taller than me. So probably that's that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. But size doesn't really bother me. No size, yeah. No, it doesn't really bother me. Yeah, yeah. the bigger Wits. they are, the harder they fall. Am yeah. I right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's simulate a fight. Mm-hmm. You're about to step into the ring. Yep. What are those first thoughts that go through your head before you even like walked up? Got um. So usually I have my coach, um, Shihan Matt. He's behind me. Um, you know, give me words of advice and words of encouragement as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, usually. Because being like an amateur in fighting, as yeah. I was back then, um, what I think to myself is, you know, what am I going to do now? What am I, when I step in that ring, what's the first thing that I'm going to do? You know, what's the, am I going to go straight in and, you know, battle it out? Or am, am I going to take my time and slowly read what my opponent's doing mm. and then f- go from there? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then my instructor behind my back, you know, is also giving me words of advice saying, you know, telling me what to do. Yeah, and all that stuff. But one thing, going into a fight, if someone's telling you too many things... Plays with your head? Yeah, not so much plays with your head, but let's say if I told... Oh, if you were going to go in a fight, yeah. I'll tell you 10 things, you will only remember one. Yeah. <laughs> you will only remember one and thing. And you're hoping it's the one good thing. Yeah, exactly. Ten. <laughs> yeah. 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 And turns out well. Yeah. But... um. In the karate world, especially in, in Australia, I find that um, um, when you step into it, into the ring, you have a game plan, let's say, taking it slow at the start. But <laughs> I don't know with the Aussies, they, they don't want to take it slow at the start. They want to go straight All into out? it. Yeah. Just battle straight away. Yeah, battle straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where in Japan, it's different because they not so much fight to live, it, uh, live to fight another day, but live to fight another round so yeah yeah because you're gonna it's a round robin like i said yeah yep. so you're going if you win that fight then you move on to the next so you don't want to be going into your first fight and then gassing yourself out coming yeah. out fully injured and all that stuff it's longevity exactly yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah, an endurance actually yeah 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 they play it yeah more of a they play it's more mental over there mm. than physical where i find in australia it's more about the physical stuff but yeah. once we've once we went to Japan, we started 
learning more that it's not just a physical game. It's more a mental game. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say you're in the middle of the fight now. Mm-hmm. When do you start to realize that you're going to beat this person? Like, what goes through your head? Like to say, I'm not going to beat this person. Like, what do you, what do you say to yourself in the middle of the fight? Um, when I start seeing that they're crumbling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if um, most people know that, uh, or some people know that uh, I love leg kicks. I love throwing love leg it. kicks. Yeah. Yes. I love throwing leg kicks. <laughs> I so. feel them all the time. They hurt. <laughs> yeah. So if they feel that, then I'm going to just keep going for it. But um, let's say if it's very even, mm. it's more so saying to myself that, it, like, especially in a fight, because you have adrenaline rush as well. So let's say a fight will go for two minutes. Um, first 30 seconds, you're pumped, you know, full of energy. Last minute and a half, there's no yeah. energy in you. But you just got to keep fighting through. What makes you keep fighting through? What do you say to yourself? It's, um, I think about the times that were hard in the like training. Yeah. And I was like, okay, if I if I just slack off now, okay, what was the point of all this training? Yeah. What was the point of even coming here? Mm. So I think back to the times that were tough in training and all that stuff, and I think about the reason why I'm doing this. Mm. And then from there, I was like, okay, no, nah, I'm not going to give up. I'm just yep. going to keep fighting on. So the preparation. Yeah, I reckon the preparation to the fight is the most important part because it's a journey. Yeah. Yeah. So for a fight, what I like to do, I like to prep three months prior to the fight. So if I count, three if months. I count, yeah. yeah, three months. Yeah. So that's the most important I reckon and that's yeah. that's the journey and you know I reckon not just a, it's a me, it's a memory as well to mm. keep because you know you go through so many hard times you know there's times where you fall down you get yourself back up you know and then when it comes fight day you know all that training and now you've got to perform everything exactly. that you've learned yeah and you know when when you step into the ring you know if you gave that training 100 percent. yeah exactly because yeah. if you don't it'll play up with it you will. in your own head and 100%. you could potentially lose that fight because you know yeah. that you didn't put in the work exactly yeah 100%. you don't know the other person could be grinding day and night yeah exactly you know what I mean? yeah. yeah so in when i first fought in japan yeah um i was fit like super fit and everything and I almost won, but then I had an injury on my leg as yeah. well. So then, um, but I lost the fight in the end. But it was very close. It was a close match. Mm. And then my second time going to Japan, we didn't go to Thailand this time to train. So I had to train back here. Yeah. But um, so I prepped myself three months prior. I did a lot of running, a lot of exercise. I was training two to three times a day. Yeah. I was getting myself physically fit. But then I realized as I was getting, oh, Actually, I realized after the fight, because I lost that fight as well, the mm. second time I went to, into Japan, I mean to Japan. And the reason I lost that fight wasn't because I was unfit. It was because I didn't work on my skills. Mm. So um, you can go into any fight being physically fit and whatnot. But I feel like if you forget, so if you work on one thing, okay, and your opponent got you know, it's got that one thing plus their skills on top. Yeah. You know, it's you're basically going in to lose. You know yeah. what I mean? And you're not yeah. also just preparing your physical body. You're also preparing that mental. Yeah, spirit. exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. if you go into a, a fight, 
ten percent mentally there, hundred percent physically there. Yeah. You're only at twenty percent at least. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Let's talk about you outside of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> um, you ne- you mentioned discipline before, but what are two words that define your personality traits? Um, humble and um, motivate. Yeah, motivate. Motivate. Yeah, nice. With those two words, mm-hmm. what kind of people do you surround yourself to push yourself to grow in those traits? Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yourself. Um, as you know, obviously we have the same friends. Mm. Um, so yeah, people that are motivated, also humble, ground ground to earth. Yeah, yeah. ground to earth mainly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by ground ground to earth? Um, people that don't brag about what they have, mm. you know, and people that understand, people that understand, you know, if they want something in life that they got to work for it, Yeah, you know, and, you know, do whatever it takes to, you know, achieve their goals or whatever the goal may be, mm. you know. People yeah. aren't just putting other words out, but the yeah. And people that are, it. you know, not making excuses for themselves. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, in life, there's times, there's ups and downs. Yeah, you know. But as long as you keep trying, mm. then yeah, then you you head on the right path. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, with those traits, mm-hmm. let's talk about your business because <laughs> <laughs> you you're humble, you're disciplined, and that allowed you to grow a business called Revelation Fitness. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> what what what? Gave you the idea to start a PT business like that, which is successfully taken off this year. Appreciate that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it started last year in 2020 where um, my instructor, um, he texted me saying uh, um, he's got someone that wants to learn kickboxing one-on-one. Yeah. And, then it, and I was like, okay. And then he was like, okay, well, you start Wednesday, 12 p.m. I was like, okay. Yeah, he basically did. I was like, okay, fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, because at first I wanted to, uh, I was applying for the um, Australian Defence Force. I wanted to go to the army. Ah, yeah, I remember you wanted to be in the army. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, so that was last year. Yeah. Throughout whole of last year, I was applying through and I was trying to get all my medical stuff done. And why the ADF? Why Why do you want to be in ADF? Um, I was looking. More so at what the wage was. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's basically it. I knew, I, also I knew that I was physically fit mm. and mentally strong to do it as well. Yeah. And, um, but then I realized, you know, I love home, mm. first of all. Second, I don't want to leave my family. I don't want to leave my missus. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and I just met um, my missus at the time. And, um yeah, it was just, and then my instructor as well was talking to me about it because I was talking to him about like, you know, going to the army and whatnot. And then he goes to me, okay, well, if you go to the army, you're going to always be working for someone else. Mm. You know, you, you'll be basically like a vessel to them. You yeah. know, you, they'll tell you what to do and you got to do it. Yeah. And that'll be for your whole career over there, mm. you know. And um, when I actually thought about that, I was like, okay. The type of person I am, I don't really like to be told what to do yeah. much. I mean, I don't mind getting told what to do. I, I take people's advice and whatnot. Yeah. But 
when it comes time like to work not bossed around yeah i don't yeah. like to be bossed around too much yeah, yeah. communicated but not bossed around yeah yeah exactly yeah it's, it's two different things yeah. but um and then i i started yeah first training my first client and then you came along <laughs> i remember <laughs> yeah and then i was like and then you know talking to you through talking to you and my instructor as well i was like okay why don't why don't because i love you know you know you know that i love what i do i love teaching people yeah. i love you know, doing knowledge. what i do you know and um i was like you know what why don't why don't i do something about it so i decided to make a business you know i was like you know what let's just let's just go to the deep end why not yeah you know what do i have to lose yeah and then yeah from there it just took off and i don't regret it yeah you put that foot forward which a lot not a lot of people would have done mm. like you saw the opportunity you grabbed it yeah you didn't wait for someone else to say just do it matthew you were like no i'm taking this right now because i believe i can do it mm. yeah yeah obviously you have times of doubt mm. you know like even we're so, human yeah exactly yeah. we're human especially at the start of my business period it's still the start now yeah but more so at the start of the year I was like questioning myself, am I good enough? And da 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 da. But then I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna go full force. Mm. You know, there's no, there's no turning back. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like I feel like you know, since I've done that, that's the reason why my business has grown. Yeah. Because I haven't turned back at all. Mm. Yeah. With when you say you don't know if you're good enough, you know, this show is called UQL. Yeah. Unqualified, qualified leadership. Um, <laughs> So tell me what allows you to believe you're able of making your business successful. The same kind of mentality, I guess. What makes you win? You what makes you think you're gonna win a fight? Same kind of mentality. Um, my knowledge, first of all. Um, yeah, knowledge of knowing what I'm doing. Obviously, you got to know what you're doing to be a a good PT. Yeah. Um. And yeah, mainly knowledge and being confident in myself. You know. Yeah. And you know the saying, fake it. To make it, <laughs> yeah. but you didn't have to fake it at all because you you had it. <laughs> yeah, I hope I do. Nah, I do. <laughs> yeah, nah. So with the teaching aspect, mm. so with karate, yeah, um, to get to your black belt or just beforehand, you have to know how to teach. Yeah. So I was teaching um kids karate classes, adults karate cl- classes, and etc. Yeah, I felt like that's real. That's what really helped me you know get my confidence up yeah. and everything and then when it came time for me to do this i wasn't so much more ready but i was just yeah i was able to do it yeah. you know yeah and i feel like in the past couple of years the way I, when i look back you know all these times and you know teaching and all the lessons that i've learned mm. i feel like god is setting me up mm. for this yeah and for more yeah yeah Staying on that path that you've been giving, it's good. Um, what I've noticed is the mindset you have has been conditioned through what your instructor's given to you. Mm-hmm. He's pushed you to, obviously, to the belt. You have to learn how to teach. Yes. And it's thrown you to deep end once again. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Sharing the knowledge when, because you might be thinking, am I good enough to, to be able to teach? You know yes, I mean? of course. Is it something that came across your mind all the time? Yeah. Definitely, especially yeah. teaching the kids was all right, but teaching the adults yeah. was, yeah, I had second-guessed everything. When they were older than you? Uh, yeah, 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 all the adults. I was a 16, 15-year-old teaching adults, Yeah, you know, 
and you know usually you look up to your elders but now they're looking up to you yeah and then that's yeah that's that was terrifying yeah and like my instructor would tell me to teach this mm. And I'll go at the front and I'll completely forget everything. <laughs> I was like, shit. You remember the one thing out of the 10. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I remember, yeah, that, yeah. Good times, good times. I think it comes back to um, respect isn't about, it should be about age, obviously. But respect can be earned from your knowledge and the way you carry yourself. Yeah, 100%. So yeah. They've, they've seen you as an authority figure, a person of leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've seen that. Yeah. He said, I have a kickboxer that I want you to train, you know what I mean? Mm. And you've taken it. Yeah. Because he knew you were ready to do that. Mm. And now you're here setting up a business called Revelation Fitness. <laughs> Explain to me, why did you call it Revelation Fitness? Revelation Fitness. Well, I was, yeah, at the time I was trying to figure out a name. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, so I was searching up names on Google and all that. And then I saw Revelation. I was like, okay. Then I searched up the meaning of it. And I was like, okay, that's perfect. Act on what you believe in. Mm, it's biblical as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and obviously, uh, being a Catholic. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah, it kind of mm. like lined up with everything that you know I stand for in life. Yeah. Yeah. Not just putting words that we're actually acting on everything mm-hmm. you put your mindset towards. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had moments when you run this business where you just feel like it's not progressing? Um. And what makes you feel like you're going to push through that? I felt like not so much not progressing. I felt I feel like God has told me because you know how we've been in lockdown after lockdown after lockdown. Yeah, Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Victoria, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Protest. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> nah. Um, yeah, so we've been in lockdown after lockdown after lockdown. Um I felt like every time we've come out of lockdown, yeah, my business has just grown more and more and more and more, even throughout lockdown. Yeah, you know. So I, there was a time. I reckon there was one time where I was training the same clients for about three or four weeks, and I haven't got any new ones. And yeah. I was like, okay, what's going on? And then I had this. I don't know. Something in my head popped up, saying to me, saying, okay, don't worry. In two weeks' time. You're going to be busy. And in two weeks' time, I was flat out. <laughs> I don't know if that was God sending me a message or something, but... Mentally preparing you. Yeah. 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 I think you rested up for that. Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, now it's flat out. <laughs> yeah. COVID was a blessing for you. Yeah, yeah. Where I feel bad for, obviously, the people that, you know, struggle throughout COVID. Yeah. You know, much sympathy, yeah, much, sympathy, much sympathy towards them, but... Yeah, my business was able to grow. Yeah. Throughout all these lockdowns. Yeah. Because lockdown has set back a lot of people in terms of their health. Because I know I wasn't moving a lot when I was at home until Matthew decided to text me telling me his workout plan. And I was like, yes. 10,000 steps a day, yes. <laughs> Core every day, yes. Core, get that six pack, man. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done during COVID to further yourself mentally, though? Because we know you train every day. We know you yeah, do. Yeah. What have you if, done I, if I don't train, I'll probably, yeah, go nuts. Yeah. But, um, so that's actually helped you mentally. What else have you done? Um, spend time with God. Mm. And um, yeah, just spend time with myself, you know. And if I'm at home, I'm never just there just 
playing games. Uh, people know I don't. I don't really play video Shots games. Fired. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually on YouTube, learning more about like, you know, trying to benefit what my clients want out yeah. of me. So, you know, people wanting to lose weight, gain muscle, and etc. Mm. And like looking for better ways. So always looking to always working on my craft. Yeah, because the more you absorb, you become that spring with all the rivers flowing to all these clients. Yep. You can pass on that knowledge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm not really, yeah, during lockdowns, I don't really take a break. Yeah. I do take a break, obviously, because I'm home resting my body and whatnot, but I'm always in my head, yeah, working. Mm. Yeah. Do you read much books? No, I'm not a reader. (laughs) (laughs) You're a visual learner like me, don't worry. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've been given a lot of books, just haven't got to reading them. <laughs> Sorry to the people that have given me books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving you books at all. <laughs> do you have any habits that you um, do routinely? Training. <laughs> Apart from training. <laughs> um, routinely. So That set you up to pretty much, because you said you're humble and what motivated. Mm-hmm. So. What habits allow you to stay in that mindset? I'm assuming going to God's one of them. Yeah, yeah, going to God definitely. Um, my family, mm. you know, giving this, me the space that I need to do what I do. Um, my girlfriend supporting me all the time, and my mates as well. Yeah, yeah, and also my goals. Yeah, as well. Yeah, because I have this goal. Obviously, um, I want to have a gym. Yeah, and um, yeah, every day I, that I go do my job. I think about that. Why am I doing this? Yeah. 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 That's pretty much it. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you're not going to make that goal? Nah. No. <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> not the new switch in your head? No. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like a mindset change. As I said before, you've been conditioned like that. Mm. With that kind of thought, it's not ever going to enter your head. It's not even a thought that's going to affect you because it wouldn't be a thought that comes up. Yeah. But for a lot of people, myself, I know that I have thoughts that will be very negative. Mm. Because I haven't been conditioned in a way in terms of the discipline you've learned from martial arts. Appreciate that, man. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> um, let's go back to the people you surround yourself with. Um, myself, your girlfriend, your family. Um, what are some lessons you've learned from the people around you? Many, many lessons. Um, Good First, and then we'll talk about the bad. <laughs> uh, good first. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say bad ones came to my head. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> good ones. Um, staying grounded to earth. Um, I'd say my dad has taught me that mm. because um, this guy he works I don't know forty fifty hours a week, never complains, never yeah. says he's tired does what he's got to do, comes home and this guy's still doing stuff. He's still, I don't know, he's out doing the garden and, you know, still working, Yeah. you know, doing everything for us. Yeah. And I felt like seeing him do that, yeah, there's no reason for me to complain. I can't complain. Mm. You know, I've gotten everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. Same thing with Nelson. Um, the, uh, he was on episode two. He talked about how his family provided them with financial stability. Yes. And a house to cover him. So no matter what decisions he made, similar to yours, I'm assuming it's a lot to a lot of our boys that dads are, are stable in the house for stability. Yes, very yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. What about your mum? What, what what position in your life does she play? Mum, <laughs> um, 
every day I hear her saying, why didn't I put my towel away? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love her mum. Mum, she always keeps me in check, mm. especially with um, being a Christian Catholic. She always makes sure that, you know, that I do my prayer and that I'm on the right path and that also not, cause she sees me work, but sometimes I work too hard that I don't give myself enough rest. Mm. And that's another lesson that I've learned. You've got to give yourself enough rest because I felt like, especially for the past couple of months, every time that I don't give myself enough rest, I end up getting sick. Overworking. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about finding that balance. Yes, of course. Have you found that balance yet? Um, yes and no, just only because of the lockdowns. Mm. You know, every time we come out of lockdown, I want to hit, you know, I want to do everything, go hard at it and everything. Yeah. But then, yeah, I end up crashing. <laughs> yeah. I know you barely sleep as well. Oh, yeah, the nights that I work at Woolies, yeah. um, those are a pain in the ass. But so, you're still yeah. working your 9 to 5, oh, because you work night shift, technically yeah. 9 to 5 job. Yeah, I work 10 to 15 hours at, at Woolies. Yeah. Um, yeah, those nights that I work and then having to wake up 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Because I finish at 11 p.m. by the time I get into bed, yeah. 12, so, you know, five hours sleep. Yeah. Yeah, and trying to maintain throughout the day. You know, a bit hard, but, you know, like I said, I always think about the, mm. the goals that I have and why am I doing this? So that would be your reasons for waking up in the morning? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Your reasons for waking up in the morning is because I'll let you explain. What, what makes you wake up in the morning? Oh, my goal. So wanting to have my own gym yeah. one day and wanting to be just financially stable as well, mm. I'd say, you know, just... One day I want to have, you know, everything that everyone else wants to have, house, cars and whatnot, but having not so much a relaxed life, but knowing that, you know, I have done good for myself. I have done good for my, you know, future family and et cetera. Yeah. 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 Same, same thing as my dad, you know, because we've, as a family, you know, been through struggles financially, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, I felt like dad has always worked hard enough to get us out of those situations and not put the worry on us as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because this guy never has a worried face, no matter what situation he's in. Yeah. It could be the worst situation in the world, not a worried face. He'll get his way out of it. The spirit yeah. of a dad, you know what I mean? Yeah. He'll work that grind. He'll still come home because his reason is there when yeah. he comes home. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the bad. What, what's a bad <laughs> lesson you've learned from the people around you family friends no um, name drop searches <laughs> what's a bad a lesson you've learned um judging others yeah yeah don't judge a book by its cover yeah yeah i'd say you know why do you learn that or how um i feel like my missus always keeps me in check with that one yeah because she hears me you know rant about this and that pretty much every day yeah and then she goes why did you say that and then I think about it and it, I was like, yeah, why did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put you in check. Yeah, put me in check. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's funny. I thought you would have learned that from fighting. <laughs> <laughs> never judge a book by its cover never judge yeah yeah even yeah Japan has taught me that as well yeah never judge a book by its cover <laughs> I have two questions for you you got a minute to answer each of these only a minute a minute <laughs> So whatever comes in your head, spit it out. Okay. <laughs> the first question, name three people, dead or alive, mm-hmm. you'd like to have dinner with and why? Um, my mom, 
my dad and my girlfriend. Why? Because they're the rock in my life. Mm. Yeah. Those three are the rocks in my life. Yeah. That's different, but I like it. Um, <laughs> what would be advice you give to your younger self? Um, Say you just finished high school. Don't stop trying. Mm. Don't stop trying. Because I feel like our generation especially and younger generation, they get everything handed to them, but they don't know how to work for what they want mm. only because they've gotten everything handed to them. Mm. Um, so, you know, if you have a goal in life, you know, don't stop trying, even if you fail, yeah. you know, get up again and try. Mm. Even, you know, because you see a lot of people our age, they're home just sitting on their asses doing nothing. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not trying to pursue anything in life. Mm. And it's not because they're, they're lazy. It's just because they're giving up, mm. you know. And I feel like even if you you try something and you don't get anywhere, just keep trying it. I feel like if you keep trying in life, you will get somewhere eventually, mm. no matter try what. Try and try again. Yeah, try and try again. No matter what. Even when it gets tough. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, you need those people behind you, yeah. to, you know, especially when you fall back. Yeah. You need someone... That's you know going to be a blessing to you. So you know someone that's going to give you the good feedback yeah. and a good advice towards your ears. So you know you need good. You need to surround yourself with good people as well. Thanks, amen. Before we end it, I want to touch on the first question. Which one was this? I find it really interesting that you didn't name anyone you looked up to in the world. You only named the three people you admire. Because I would expect you to be like. Like Nelson, Nelson was like Conor McGregor, you know what I mean? Big names, like people who could like change his mindset. But you named the people who hold you centered because this comes back to what you said before, yep. being grounded. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think I admire about you the most about how you'd rather keep the rock foundation than the other new people come in and influence your mindset. Yes, of course, 100%. Yeah. That's cool. 100%, yeah. I mean, yeah, there is people, you know, celebrities and whatnot that I look up to. Yeah. Chris Brown, The Rock, Anthony <laughs> <Brown>. Joshua. Yeah. <laughs> Despite Chris Brown and his, you know, what he's done in, in his past, but yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, there's celebrities I look to, look up to, but yeah, family, people that I love, yeah, those yeah. are my number ones. This has been a good chat, Matthew. I thank you for coming on our third episode of the UQL podcast. Thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you guys next time.